shock the system. Welcome to Dank Discussions with your host, Calican CEO, Maynard Breslow. In each episode, you'll learn from the trailblazers, leaders, entrepreneurs, and influencers in the ever-moving, ever-growing cannabis industry. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Dank Discussions. Today, we're joined by Chris Denicola. Chris is the co-founder and the CEO of uh, Crappies Feel Better. Thanks for joining us today, Chris. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for having me. No, I'm super excited. You know, uh, we have a lot of guests on here. And, uh, you know, this is a re-record. Actually, we were speaking earlier, uh, late in the year last year, or uh, probably the third quarter, actually. So um, lots changed since then. And one of the things that changed is I've actually you guys sent me a uh, some of your package of your uh, products and they were freaking great, you know, so I don't usually go on here and talk about people's products because, uh, you know, I like to maintain a lot of integrity on the uh, podcast and it's not necessarily, you know, I want to give everybody a chance to plug their stuff, right? But it's not an hour long commercial. You know, I want to give a lot of pr- uh, value and this episode we're definitely be talking about, you know, your background and having to do with the uh, you know, the science and the formulation of products coming from like a kind of pharmaceutical background um, and having a whole different thing um, in terms of uh, how to take the products and everything, which we'll get into. Um, so super excited about that. And obviously talking about crappies feel better, but I guess uh, let our listeners know where you're based out of today. It started off easy. Yeah. So I'm up here in the beautiful Rocky mountains outside of Denver, Colorado. Um, I know the rest of the country is getting a lot of snow right now. If they want to send it our way, that'd be fantastic. We don't want the fires next year for it this year. Um, but yeah, we've got a lab located up here. It's a nice spot. It reminds me of the 1980s. No traffic lights, barely any stop signs. Uh, it's fantastic. So you're, so you're right next to the lab. I mean, I guess, you know, it's funny because what your branding says, surprise, surprise, we're in Colorado, right? You know, we're in the cannabis industry <laughs> yeah. and we're in Colorado. <laughs> Um, yeah, shocker. We're in Colorado is what it actually is. Right. But, um, yeah. Um, it, you, what you guys are doing is, is definitely different, right? I mean, definitely different. You know, I mean, I'm looking at your stuff right now, uh, your products, which I actually use every day. I was saying, you know, I don't want to be too much of a show, but I actually do use your products every day and I love them. Um, and it's just different, right? Because we get a lot of products, we got a lot of samples and it, they're great stuff. Right. But, uh, tinctures, you know, topicals, all the things are kind of the same. And here you're talking about, um, you know, the tablets, chewable tablets, right? So, I mean, talk to me about your background. Talk to me about where you came from. How the hell did you get here to the cannabis industry and, and kind of uh, what, what's the, uh, you know, the thinking behind crappies? Uh, it's been a long, crazy ride. Some of it fun, some of it definitely not so fun, but absolutely. So my oh. background, um, I've got a chemistry degree, uh, came out of college, went directly into big pharma which back in the you know, late 90s, early 2000s, once you got to something like a GSK or a Merck, you, know, you felt like you made it because you know, everybody stays there, ends up with a great pension. And then the pharmaceutical industry started crashing and um, basically pulling inward and, and laying off a lot of people. So I realized very quickly that that was not the industry to be in. I mean, it was a great education, a great training on how to do things properly with integrity. I know some people may have some some bad views on big pharma, but there's a lot of good people in those companies. Uh, so from there, moved on to, well, took a year off, played professional golf, 
really wish I would have had oh, these nice. products back then for my mind, for my body, for just the routine, um, but didn't, had a good time, came back, uh, eventually ended up in a company where I was able to start learning marketing and product development. So not just be able to use the products in a lab, but understand what goes into the mindset and the philosophy of building products that consumers can use instantly. And they don't have to have other equipment, other training, other skills or expertise. They can just plug and go. So that philosophy really you know, stuck with me when, when I got into the, the cannabis space in 2013, 2014, something like that. Uh, started building products that that I thought a consumer could could use right away. You know, I think everybody knows early days in the consumer or the cannabis space in, in Colorado was not exactly a great time. Uh, there was a lot of very expensive products that really were terrible. And, you know, I put my fair share of, of those out there. So if you bought them, I apologize. Um, but after that, you know, listening, you know, started my own consulting company, started looking around at how can I actually improve this space to make products that people would actually want to use, uh, listening to a bunch of podcasts on founders on product development. And one thing, this, um, acronym really stuck with me and it was called Maya most advanced yet acceptable. And you know, there's a lot of advanced products that we people were putting out in the cannabis space. You know, these inhalers, these vaporizer products, these, well, I won't say gummy bears, I won't say tinctures because none of them are advanced. Um, but they weren't necessarily acceptable because with a vaporizer, you got to have a high-end vaporizer. You got to make sure that that's charged. You can't drop it. If the cartridge gets clogged, you can't use it. There was a lot of restrictions on if you needed relief right away and your your vaporizer was broken, you're SOL. And then on the vape um, inhaler side of things, it, you know that's neat, but that's not how a, a normal consumer these days interacts with either their supplements or even their pharmaceuticals, unless maybe you have asthma, so you're used to that that style of product. But again, if you don't have your your um, nebulizer or, or inhaler with you, again, you can't take that product. And I wanted to make sure that any product that we made, you could take without any kind of other equipment. So once I developed the technology to make the cannabinoids more soluble, it was then, okay, what's the delivery mechanism? Well, great. This is already a powder. How do I start compressing these into tablets? And I looked at, you know, fast dissolving oral disintegration tablets saw there was a lot of uh, trickiness and in, in manufacturing um, variables that went into that that led to a lot of um, quality issues. So we then went to a very simple chewable tablet like the old Flintstone vitamins that we all took when we were kids. And what that allowed for was as you're chewing the tablet, not only are you starting to absorb some of the, the ingredients into your sublingual glands, um, to get a faster relief, that that disintegrated product is now traveling to the stomach, absorbing more, traveling into the intestines, absorbing the rest. So not only do you get the, the fast relief, you also get extended release so that it lasts for six, eight hours. And then we realized that people really didn't like the taste, even though I did. 
of the, the terpene and the cannabinoid blend. So, you know, this most recent version of the products that we have now, we found some, some natural ingredients or natural flavors that we've been able to incorporate into the products that taste great. Um, I know you don't have those versions, but I, I can't wait to get you those. Yeah. I mean, I got, I got the ones, you know, you're talking about it and I don't mind it. I think it's good. And you can like feel it. Like you were saying, like in my mouth, right? Like I take a party prep and I can like feel kind of like a, a sensation already, you know, or when I take, and they all have a different one, right? I mean, the hangover helper, which uh, I think you're saying is coming off or, you know, kind of changing it a little bit um, or yes. the fighter, you know, and they all affect a little bit different. Right. Um, but, um, you know, you talk about this. Uh, one thing that you mentioned there, obviously, is you coming from this, this place of big pharma, right? Big, bad, big pharma, right? You know, it's uh, the, uh, the, the big, bad wolf Juggernauts. thing that we talk yep. about, especially in the cannabis industry, right? I mean, this is kind of why people uh, turn to, um, you know, holistic wellness, all these different terms that we talk about, right? I mean, and then you also, you talked about, you know, let's not uh, demonize it. There's great people in there, right? There's great people who are doing great things with integrity in there, right? How did that kind of background, um, you know, help in this coming over here, right? I mean, I think a lot of times we talk to people who are really great at what they do, like I said, you know, and they're for, they do formulations. Um, and it's kind of like this, uh, you know, don't mean to poo-poo it because they're, they're great products, right? But it's kind of like this like hippie kind of like alchemy kind of, you know, and uh, testing things and holistic and all this is great, right? Um, you know, in terms of the, the, the kind of natural things you're putting in there. But tell me about like this, how, do, how does it affect you and influence you in terms of your background, the pharma, the science kind of way, and what's been like the reaction towards it? Do people kind of feel like, uh, I don't want to have a tablet. I'm used to the oil now or whatever, or is it been the opposite kind of like, oh, actually I'm used to this kind of thing and, and it's what I like. Yeah. So, so I'd say that what I gained in wisdom from working in big pharma is, is that you have to be modern. You know, if, if, if we would have stuck with what people thought in the late 1800s, early 1900s, that we were going, actually, I'm sorry, late 1900s, early 2000s, no, 20th century, whatever forget those numbers. Um, you know, the one company, I forget what company it was, they were going to keep making buggy whips because they were like, okay, you know, we're, we're invested in buggy whips We're you know, people are going to stick with horse and carriages and we're just going to upgrade horses and carriages instead of looking forward to say, yeah, we need to go to, to, you know, cars. What I see, like the, the analogy I, I see with this industry is, yeah, the best way to interact with, with hemp and cannabis is to smoke it. That's the, the way you get the personality of that plant and the full medical and, and social benefits of that plant is by smoking it. You get the terpenes, you get the cannabinoids, get everything else, goes into the lungs, goes into the bloodstream. You, know, you don't have to worry about the, the digestive system. To then go from that to basically, which is a, a, you know, a modern version of hash or you know, an extract, an oil, and then saying, okay, how do we make this a little easier to work with? They started cutting it with MCT or avocado oil or olive oil. And that really, you know, actually cuts down on, on the bioavailability or solubility of those compounds yeah, because they yeah. want to stay in the oil. Um, from there, you know, they started playing, like the, the uh, industry started playing around with these nano emulsions and, and water soluble. 
Uh-huh. And again, that that's another version of that, that buggy whip story, which is we're going to take something that's antiquated, outdated, tough to work with, tough to maintain controls and safety, but we're going to keep working on it because we just need a product that's clear and colorless, not effective. Effective was never on their list of features that they needed it to do. And what I saw was pharma moved away from that nano and and water soluble and the the chemical encapsulation style um, formulations decades ago because they saw safety issues. They saw manufacturing issues. They saw shelf Uh stability issues. And they developed this set of technologies that uh, we've incorporated into the cannabinoids and the cannabinoids and terpenes to make them effective. So, you know, to then to answer the, the last question you asked me, do people do people accept it? And I'll say cannabis and hemp people, the the people have been working in the space for maybe four or five years, not really, because they're so heavily invested in gummy bears, which are candy, which to me shouldn't be supplemental medicine for people. Uh, tinctures, which are great from the 1800s. You know, you can look up quotes from Queen Victoria's scientists saying the tincture is the best thing out there for blah, blah, blah. Or um, these water soluble things that, you know, took a lot of infrastructure to be able to to do properly. So when they see our technology and they're like, no, we're not going to invest in anything new. No, we already have this, this infrastructure done. So no, I'd say the, the industry itself doesn't really like or care what we're doing. The consumers, on the other hand, they do like it because what they, you know, the, at first I was kind of really taken aback by this, but our number one comment that we get back from people is, wow, your products actually work. And I'm sitting there like, well, of course they work. That's why I made them. That's why I put them out. But what they're saying is we've been burned by so many other products or we've taken so many other products that were super expensive and we just weren't quite sure what they were supposed to do or if they did anything. And I immediately see a result with your product. And so we, we started, you know, really wearing that as a badge of honor saying, you know, this is, this is working for people. And we try to keep the prices down. We try to keep the formats easy. We try to keep uh, risk low so that people can come and buy, you know, three doses of our product and not spend a lot of money. And if it doesn't work for them, they're out five bucks. That's okay. They're not out $90 on a tincture that's just going to sit on the shelf or they're just going to throw away. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And, and you're definitely right. I think, you know, we talk about kind of that learning curve that actually, you know, if you're talking to, you know, who, who, who's looking at CBD products, right? I mean, probably uh, people a little bit older, right? And you're now who are used to taking pharmaceuticals and now you're trying to retrain them again, you know, with, okay, take this under your tongue and hold it for 60 seconds and everything where it's like, you know, this kind of falls right back into that. And those are the people who are interested in CBD, right? They're not necessarily the cannabis culture, you know, been around and everything like that. Uh, You know, so um, I can see why that's, why that's, I mean, a middle America soccer mom is not going to sit there puffing on her, her, you know, cannabis or, or hemp vape. Yeah. Um, like that, that that's not, that's not the image anybody's looking for being able to take a small little tablet, you know, swallow or chew. It's discreet. You know, it's, it's up to you. You do that when you need it. No one else needs to know. I also say that because of where the industry has gotten to in the last year and a half, I'll say 
with the minor cannabinoids being more available and more um, affordable, we've been able to tie them in and actually more exclusively use the minor cannabinoids because mm-hmm. that's actually where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. CBD really doesn't interact with the cannabinoid system in the body. So that's why a lot of people are like, I'm not quite sure if I feel anything and there's side effects like you're tired or you're, you're kind of dissociated. Mm-hmm. With CBG, CBN, you get this great anti-inflammatory, anti-pain, anti-spasm without a lot of side effects associated with those compounds. With CBC, you know, we first started playing around with the CBC. We were looking at the literature that was, that was in the, um, you know, that, was, that had been published. And the results that we were feeling were not the results that people were publishing. And what it came down to was because CBC has such a poor solubility, when they were taking that as a tincture or taking that as a gummy bear, they really weren't absorbing anything. So, you know, there's all this talk around CBC is a great synergistic cannabinoid, but what you're feeling was really just the other cannabinoids, not CBC. Because of our tech that we can make it more soluble, you get this really, really unique um, drive feeling, like nothing can stand in your way. You feel great, you've got a ton of energy and you're just go, go, go. The weird thing about it is there's not a lot of the other um, anti-inflammatory and anti-pain features associated with that. So that's been such a weird one. And and from what we've seen, it actually doesn't work. It doesn't like playing with the other cannabinoids. So that's why if you see our, one of our products, our go-getter product, it just has a little bit of CBG in there, maybe for a pre-workout where you're just trying to get a little bit of, of inflammation down, you know, stretch a little bit. Um, but it's, it's just pure go. That's, it's such a cool, cool cannabinoid. I love that one. Yeah. I mean, so that, that's kind of the, the thing that we talk about too, you know, in the industry, right. We're in the cannabis industry, which is this big umbrella, right. And then it kind of seems like from there, it kind of falls into two different places, right. Where we're talking about THC versus what we call a lot of times like CBD. Right. And it's like, you know, obviously there's a lot more that goes into it, you know, the, the recreational side and blah, blah, blah. But then on this side, we kind of use CBD as like a catch all term right? It's yes. more just like hemp, you know, and, and all the other cannabinoids kind of get lumped in there. So then we talk about, you know, within there kind of like this full spectrum, this broad spectrum, this isolate, but it's still kind of centered around the CBD, right? And what I've noticed, and that's kind of like what people talk about, right? It's like people kind of get a little bit um, uh, jaded or whatever when they hear, oh, CBD, you know, it does this and this and this, and it's going to cure everything. It kind of comes off is like, okay, snake oil, you know, or how can, how can it do all Completely. this and that and everything else, you know? But then what I, you know, and that's why people, they try it and like, well, it did that for me or it did this, but it also did this and this and this, or, you know, and it's not, a, not the worst thing in the world, but it does make an effect on people's um, judgment on it, especially when they're just trying it out, right? But what you guys are doing is a little bit different, actually a lot different because, you know, the, we're talking about formulation, Right. And it's kind of like we're talking about, right. Oh, you want your full spectrum. You want your broad spectrum. You want this and that. And then the other ingredients that go on in it. Um, But you guys specifically are formulating products for specific things, right. Utilizing different cannabinoids in different ratios of cannabinoids and not just like, well, what, what the plant's given you at that time. And and that's, what's going on, you know um, you know, and it's very much, you know, 
it can be different on based on where farm is, you know, the farm that you're getting it from. So this is batch is going to be different from this batch, you know, so, but you guys have a really down to a science, so to speak. Right. And, and being able to combine different cannabinoids at different ratios, like I said, and some of your products don't even have CBD. Right. You know, I think, Correct. um, so, you know, talk about that. How do you even come up with these formulations? Is it just like Chris in the lab, like a mad scientist, like just trying them out and hopefully nothing bad happens, you know, or it's, <laughs> you know it's nothing too bad yeah yeah. (laughs) right so i mean uh, how how does this come about i mean is it like okay cool this one or is it just you put them together and you're like well that made me fly off the wall so that's the go-getter well that one you know knocked me out so that's the power down that's the you know how does this even come about or is it based off Um, of the need and the research so walk me through that process a little bit yeah um when we get a new cannabinoid in it's absolutely trial and error um, we, we apply it to the technology or apply the technology to that. We make a tablet and we try it and we see what happens. Uh, I think I told you that story last time with, about the CBN where yeah. you know, we, were, we were expecting it, you know, based on what everybody else was doing it with it, we expected it to have a, a similar potency to CBD and CBG. So we made a 10 milligram CBN tablet and I was asleep for close to two days. And it wasn't a great sleep. It was more of just being knocked out for two days. It was terrible. Um, so we realized that that was a very potent molecule and that our technology really works with that one. Um, you know, we're about to get THCV in the next uh, hopefully week or so. I can't wait to, to start playing around with that to see what we can do, where the, where the appropriate dosage is and how we can combine it with maybe our other formulas. But I'll say like our, our, our formulation philosophy is the cannabinoids are there for the quote unquote physical effects. So, you know, your muscular or your soreness. Um, but then the, the terpene blends that we use are for your perceived state or your emotional state. And why we, we really focus on, on those two um, aspects are the cannabis plant, the hemp plant, they are uh, the combination of the cannabinoids and the terpenes, but possibly more importantly, the terpenes. Super Lemon Haze and OG Kush have a pretty similar cannabinoid profile. It's mostly THC and some of the other minors, but the differences in the minors really aren't going to do that much difference. It's the terpene blends that are, you know, in the Super Lemon Haze giving you that, that focus, that drive that I need to clean my house and nothing's going to stand in my way. Whereas the OG Kush is, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm content. You know, I, I'm, I'm stress-free right now. So what we do is we, we look at a lot of different strains out there and see what people say about them. Um, we work with two different terpene companies, um, actually one in the States and one out of Tel Aviv. And we try every terpene blend, figure out what it can do. And then like breeders that are, are playing around with different genetics for cannabis, we start blending those different blends to, to really fine tune the effect that we're going for. And then we test them on not only ourselves, but we, you know, we send them out to our beta testers to make sure that we're, we're extending that, that bell curve of, of effectiveness as wide as possible. You know, we had a couple of different sleep blends that worked very well for specific people, but it didn't work well for everybody. And I remember you saying, you know, the power down doesn't necessarily work for you. You're outside of our bell curve. Um, 
And my brain works like a hundred miles a minute with my ADHD. <laughs> it's hard for me to power down. And general. I was like, hopefully this, cause the other shit works really well for me. The fade fighter I use instead of, you know, yeah. making any claims here, but I don't use Adderall, you know, so I'm always looking for things, you know, I'm trying to opt you anyways. And I've been using yeah. fade fighters instead of my Adderall, to, you know, with all that stuff. And uh, it's been great, but the power. And, you know, and I'll say, you know, biology, you know? Yeah. And I'll say, I, I don't remember. Cause that was early on. That was, I think, pre-launch that we sent you some. So A, I'll get you the, the final launch. B, the other thing that we've seen is, is people are taking our chill out blend, uh, one to two of those to, to fall asleep. And what's great about that chill out and what it sounds like it would, it would help you a lot with is it turns off your brain and it really quiets everything down. And it's, it's phenomenal. It's, you're not lethargic, you're not tired, you're not couch locked, you're just serene. And it's, it's a damn cool product. That's amazing. That's amazing. You know, recently I had on um, Len May, shout out to Len May. It seems like since he's been yeah. on, he totally blew my mind. And it's customers. really crazy because for anybody who doesn't know, who, who hasn't listened to that episode, it'll be coming out probably right before Chris's actually. Anyways, point being is that Len over at Indocanda, they're doing amazing things where they genetically, where you do a test, right? And they, uh, they send you a kit or you can send, if you've done like a 23andMe or whatever else, you can send in uh, your results for that. And they can like match up based on your genetics, kind of like your blend, your terpene blend, what works well for you, right? And what Len does is he has like his own personalized tincture, Right. You know, and, and specifically made for him that he knows, okay, cool morning. This is what works for me. Night. This is what works for me. It's not going to work for Maynard. Maynard needs something else. It's not going to work for Chris. Chris needs something else. Right. So, and um, you know, it's really, that blew my mind. Right. And, and also we talk about the terpenes and how back in the day it used to be, you know, sativa indica hybrid and yeah. how that's just been like, people are pissed. That's crap. I can't believe that. <laughs> I even believe that, you know, now it's like, and it's going to be the same thing in the future where we talk about full spectrum, broad oh yeah that's crap too back and say like oh my gosh like what the hell were we even doing you know but uh, but this point is is that things are really based on every single person's individual genetics and how it interacts with us right and how every single person uh has that different makeup right and how some of us are similar and yet we can get even more pinpointed right so we can put people in buckets and then you know have kind of this general kind of blends for certain people that okay cool you're kind of here so this is what you should have and then even get more pinpointed right so is that and you mentioned already you love to work with them is that something that's on the radar right like being able to combine that science and say okay cool this is exactly what you need we can formulate exactly for you what you need for this and that based on you know your genetics Three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. We at Calican are passionate about cannabis and CBD marketing, branding, SEO content, and web design. If you are a cannabis owner and you know you need an uptick in business or an upgrade in the way your customers perceive you, come check us out at calican.com and schedule a time to speak with us today. I hope so. Um, I'll say it's a, it's a, it's, it's a resource challenge and a bandwidth challenge, Exactly, it's hard um, but it's also a, an adoptability challenge. Um, if I were to tell a consumer that they have to take a 80 or $200 test before they can buy a product or feel relief, we'd turn a lot of people off instantly. May save more um, time in the, in the long, in the long term though. Right. I mean, a lot of money, but in the long term, absolutely. So I think 
I think there's a, a, a segment of the population that would feel more confident with the products if they were able to take that test. And it was easy to get to, easy to read, easy to understand. And Len and his company, what they've been able to do with those reports, it's a it's an easy read. You you know what's what you need and you know what you should be taking and why. They, they do a really good explanation. Um, and then from our side, just being able to make sure that we'd be able to to manufacture just the you know the the really custom versions for everybody. The approach that we've taken is can we can we broaden that bell curve of people's needs uh, as wide as possible, but then also have the product mix that um, one of those products, at least one of those products is going to do something beneficial for them. And then thirdly, on the, the marketing side or the sales side is for a very small amount of money, you're able to try every one of our products. And that's really what we wanted people to, to do and, and people to come to us for is, um, you know, try the sampler, um, figure out which one works the best for you, possibly even com combining different products. Um, the hangover helper and bounce back are, you know, especially mornings like this, just struggling to get up and, and get going. You know, I took both of those and I'm feeling great. So it's, it's, a startup small business challenge trying to tackle something very large like that where it's a it's an institutional change to to start people to to get people to start doing something like that I mean, you see all those uh i forget what some of them are but you see more of those like food sensitivity uh kits out there i think you know eventually we'll we'll they'll start being easier and more accepted and then product like ours that are, are more customized or that we can customize for people. You'll start seeing that in the next couple of years. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, you, like you mentioned, you know, bandwidth resources, but also that learning curve that goes along with it. Right. You know, I had a, uh, a mentor, right. That's a angel investor, everything like that. And he talks about when he's seeing pitches and everything, you know, and it's just like everybody, you know, everybody has the next billion dollar idea and everybody, you know, uh, and a brand new thing that's never been done before. And he's like, you know, sometimes it's better to be the second person in the water than the first person, right? You know, if you're the first yeah. person, it's either you're a genius or nobody wants your shit, you know? And it's just like, exactly. you know, it's just like, you know, how, you know, and you and Len are doing something that is so, uh, you know, progressive, so, you know, kind of contrary to what the culture in and of itself that has been fueling a lot of the, the sales and everything. It's contrary to that even, right? So it's, mm -hmm. it's almost, but, you know, we do talk about a lot, you know, talking about it here with COVID and everything. And, you know, people say, well, I'm going to trust the science. And I'm gonna, and that's what I think we need to get a lot in our industry as well. You know, I mean, I've been, you know, uh, been using cannabis for 18 years and I'm all about the culture. I love the culture, um, you know, and everything goes along with it, you know, I mean, you know, going all the way back, music, film, everything that goes along with it. Um, but um, as well, you know, it has, to, what are we in this for? You know, are we in it to just uh, yeah. continue that? Of, you know, it's always going to be there, right? I mean, I think it's the, the idea is to move it forward, you know, and to allow, uh, you know, bigger opening for people to be able to adopt it, you know, in the long term, you know, and, and not everybody's into that, you know, but the, that doesn't mean that they can't, 
you know, everybody has an endocannabinoid system. You don't have to be part of the culture to, to, to enjoy the benefits of it, you know? So I think it's just a matter of, uh, you know, we talk a lot about CBD education and stigma and misconceptions and de-education, re-education, all these kind of things. And it's just like, almost like a whole nother level that you guys are on already, you know, where it's like talking about a couple of years from there. And then it's like this thing, you know, 10 years from now, it may be that no one's ever even taken, you know, this is, this is the main form uh, you know, of taking uh, your, your cannabinoids, you know, and your, your terpenes, like you said, it's, it's much more than just cannabinoids, you know, it's terpenes. Um, so it's just, um, I mean, it, you know, it's considering you talking about, you know, the, the resources, the bandwidth and, and that learning curve, how do you kind of manage that? You know, I know that you guys are, you guys are awesome what you do, right? So, I mean, how do you kind of manage that, that place and either bring it more forward or being able to kind of extend that runway, you know, to stick around long enough for people to, to kind of have that. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my short, terrible answer is it, it's a scramble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's how we manage it. We, we scramble. Uh, but second to that is um, kind of two, two different visions that we, we have for it. One, uh, I think this education about the, cannabinoids and endocannabinoid systems is falling on deaf ears. Um, you know, every website you look at has a breakdown of the endocannabinoid system. And tell me another product that someone buys that they need to have an education first before they buy something. Well, no one, no one gets um, Xanax and looks at how it works in your brain and how it turns on this completely, you know, it, it, and, and, does that. and that's, and that's my point. Like these things almost need to be black boxes. They, they just need to work. Um, you know, no one goes to uh, no one goes to buy speakers these days and says, "I need these to be in the you know 1200 megahertz." No, you walk in there and say, "I want the bass," or "I want a balanced system." You know, it's it's the effect that people are looking for, not the thing that makes that effect. So, yeah. you know, what we really focused on to you know, at least get people to look at our products and to try our products and to, to, you know, give them a chance is we are trying to name the products close to what the final effect is mm. without running afoul of yeah. the FDA or anything like that. Mm. Um, so power down, you know, you, you turn off the power button or you power down at night to fall asleep um, rather than saying, here's 60 milligrams of CBD and, and 20 of CBN and we're just going to knock you out that's just not what people are looking for. They, they want that alternative to melatonin. Exactly. While I'm on melatonin is if you want melatonin, go to GNC and buy melatonin for next to nothing. If you need to have it in your CBD or cannabis product and pay a premium for it, what's the point of the, the cannabinoids? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Like if, 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 if CBD is supposed to help you sleep, but you have to have melatonin in there, CBD is not helping you sleep. So what we really also tried to do on the, the philosophy and the formulation side is make sure that we don't have external additives in there that are already available to people. You know, our energy and focus product doesn't have caffeine like a number of other companies do because we're able to formulate properly and get that effect to happen with the cannabinoids and the terpenes. So maybe that's a sense of pride. Maybe that's we're over touting something that people may not care about. But I, I think it's really cool that we've been able to, to hit those effects with just the cannabinoids and the terpenes. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that's all a great point, you know, because I never really thought about it. It's, it's just more of like an industry-wide branding problem, right? Where it's like melatonin. Everybody knows what the hell that does. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, in the, the, the pharmaceutical yeah, people want to get off of a it. great job of, you know, Ambien. You know exactly what that yeah. does. You know, Prozac. People, you, you know, it's like, oh, God, people, you, they're, they're even jokes. They've become part of the, you know, the common vernacular, you know, and, yeah. um, and that's kind of where we're missing, right? Where it's like, you know, but it's, but then we talk about as well, how complex it is, right? So it's just, um, and then we have the FDA regulations, right? Where they can go on and they can say right away, okay, cool. This is going to knock your ass out, you know, and this is going to, you know, make sure you're not, uh, screwing around you know whatever whatever it is yeah you know that the, they can outright and, say what it is and then they can list all the side effects and say everything else and put fat happy yeah. people you know dancing around and you know while that's going on um but um i'll say you know to the to the effects side of things and you know fda and and some of the marketing tricks why some of these companies add melatonin or or a vitamin or uh turmeric it's because there's no restrictions on what people can claim on those so mm-hmm. if there's turmeric in your product, mm-hmm. they can say, hey, check out this high anti-inflammatory product with mm-hmm. you know, 50 milligrams of CBD or whatever. It's not the CBD is doing it. It's the turmeric that's doing it. So it's a workaround. Um, it's workarounds. It's so they can claim can say, well, something on the product. You know what melatonin does. Well, it's turmeric and, and turmeric helps with inflammation. So this- Exactly. You know. So, and it's because they, they couldn't formulate it properly to, to make the cannabinoids work that they had to add these other ingredients in. So, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we're ahead of the curve on, on that. Um, I think we're, we're hamstrung, but we're doing very well on the claims that we can do because we're not doing any of the additives. Um, oh, there's something I was gonna say about the whole education side of things. Oh, the other thing about the education is, you know, people throw these endocannabinoid like trainings into their website, whereas the number one ingredient that they're using, CBD doesn't hit the cannabinoid system so it, it kind of maybe binds to cb2 a little bit but it hits the other ones that then can affect the endocannabinoid system but cbg cbn cbc they hit it and they hit it hard and you see the effects of that very quickly yeah i know for sure and like you're saying you know no one uh no one even needs to know no one they, everybody thinks that you need to know everything about the endocannabinoid system in order to go I mean, people do have questions though, right? I mean, but you yes. the same thing, right? You see the same, like you said, everybody has the same CBD FAQs on every single website. You'd think that it would uh, be, you know, in there already by now, right? Can CBD get me high? You know, am I going to fail a test? Am I going, you know, this, all the, all these kind of questions that every single website has, right? But and we get that. We get that question a lot. And, and I'll say having designed some of those uh, drugs of abuse tests in the past, you know, I can, you know, speak with some authority to say if something's going to show up or not, but that's where this whole 0.3% THC level for hemp really bugs the crap out of me oh, yeah. and full spectrum versus broad spectrum and all this, you know, this 0.3%, it's a percent, it's not an amount. And, you know, do you want 0.3% yeah. of what's in my wallet or do you want 0.3% of what's in Warren Buffett's wallet? You want Warren Buffett's wallet. That's but a- for a product, you know, for a product like like a tincture where, you know, you need to take one to two grams of a tincture to, to have a dose, that's anywhere from three to six milligrams of THC, which you will definitely fail a drug test for. That's, you know, the, the 
basically a, a recreational dose of THC. Uh-huh. Um, so for our products, you know, for, for the crappies line of products, we made sure that they were all THC free. We start with, with clean isolates and uh, we formulate them, we test them all the way through. We show our raw ingredient testing on our website and we show our final product testing. So people can see that there was no THC in there because we want people that are gonna get drug tested to be able to receive the benefits of these products. For sure, for sure. And still feel safe. No, that's amazing. And, you know, I think one of the things that we talk about, you know, full spectrum, what's the whole point? And then, and then we talk about the entourage effect, you know, and we talk about all these kind of things. I mean, you know, here we're talking about, you know, coming from a pharmaceutical background and the formulation mm-hmm. is so kind of different. And are those, is that entourage effect, you know? Real? Is it real? I mean, is it real? But also, is it, can you recreate it with these terpenes and with everything that you're doing? Yes. Absolutely. I do think it's real. Um, I think most of the entourage effect, most of the entourage effect that you, that a consumer will notice is based off of the terpenes. You know, there's, there's a lot of data out there that says, you know, one cannabinoid has this effect on a cellular system, this cannabinoid plus this effect, this, these two cannabinoids together have a multiplied effect on, you know, a cellular assay or something like that but are you necessarily going to notice that when you're taking it? Not really, but we've taken our, our terpene, let's just say our terpene blend for fade fighter. Um, and we've put it on CBD oil. I'm sorry, hemp oil, CBD isolate, our current CBG, CBN, CBD version, and also a a recreational. So like a, a THC oil and the effect is still the same with the uh, focusing and um, get stuff done kind of effect because it's from the terpenes. What's underneath is, you know, are you feeling a little altered because it was a a rec version or are you feeling a little, you know, a little off because it was just CBD or are you feeling right because it was the right blend of the CBD, CBD, CBG, CBD, CBN. So yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, the entourage effect is there, uh, but it's it's mainly from the, the terpenes, the terpene effect. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, uh, talking about the, um, you know, talking about the cannabinoids a little bit and the terpenes, I guess, you know, from my understanding, right, as well is that these cannabinoids, terpenes, they're also different ratios, right? And there's sort of this availability issue that goes on right in terms of the plant itself um, and how it's grown. I mean, how are you able to get, you know, CBG, CBN, so much of it in CBC and CBDV and everything else that you're having and putting it in, you know, in your products and still being able to not mark up the price uh, a bunch for, you know, it's like, well, this, they're all five bucks for those sample packets, right? It's not like, well, this one has more of this kind of annoyed. So this one on, unfortunately is going to be 20 bucks because, you know, there's much less yeah. of it in the, in the, in the, in the plan. Yeah. I mean, we, we, two different answers there. One, we took a traditional kind of commodity approach or, you know, caffeine and coffee or um, alcohol and wine or something like that. You're not paying for the amount of caffeine or alcohol, even though that's the quote unquote active. You're paying for the brand, you're paying for the delivery, you're paying for everything else around it. Um, on the other side of things is, you know, the market here in the States have just improved enough that 
were able to get CBD, CBG, CBN, CBDD, CBC at affordable prices because people have really refined um, the extraction process, the purification process, um, so that there's enough supply out there that that it's affordable. But you know, along with the technology that we use, we don't have to use a lot of it. You know, there are people putting 5,000 milligram tinctures out there and charging $200 because they're wasting a lot of product to put in there. We can get away with one dose with CBG between 10 and 20 milligrams. So it, it just doesn't affect the, the bottom line of that, that, the price of that product. So we can keep it affordable. And only that, but as you were saying earlier, you know, it's like, you know, cutting out the MCT oil, you know, it, uh, the solubility, um, you know, in the body, the, the way it's absorbed in the body, you're losing a lot of it anyways, right? So you can have all these milligrams and then, but you're really not getting, you're just getting a portion of that, right? But here it's like, correct. this thing is, you know, it's already being absorbed by the time it's in under your tongue and, uh, and then going through your, your stream and everything like that. Um, so it's like- Yeah, I know. I'll say there, you know, we're, we're not, I'm not just pulling out these numbers or, or bashing MCT or, or um, isolates or anything like that out of nowhere. Like we've done what's called dissolution testing. It's a standard pharma test that shows solubility inside the, the digestive system, the, you know, simulated digestive system. And uh, one of our blogs uh, on our website shows, shows the data. And, you know, you can look at it, we can show you how we did it. Um, there's nothing proprietary about that, but, you know, we, we show our technology, water soluble and nano, um, MCT oil, just regular oil, just plain CBD isolate. And, you know, and it's all based on a five milligram dose. So if you're taking a, an MCT oil, you're trying to get five milligrams, you need about 33 milligrams of CBD to get that five milligram dose. And you actually see that a lot with people is they're, they're, they hover somewhere between 30 and 40 milligram tincture doses, tincture doses. That's what they like daily and translate to five milligrams. So that's how we knew we were on something with, with our five milligram dose in terms of, of CBD, dosing, not the other ones. In terms of dosing too. I mean, you know, here's this question talking about epic use, you know, but you're yeah. a science guy, right? So um, is there a tolerance thing that builds up over time? Do no. you, up your dosing with uh, with any of these or no not at all i we have not seen it um i've been making products now for four years and i've not seen anybody say i now need to take 10 tablets a day to get any kind of effect um why i think like on especially on the cannabis side like you know you see a novice smoker like it they're able to get high very quickly. Whereas someone has been smoking a while, they can smoke a whole J or a, you know, a dab, huge dab or whatever. And it doesn't really affect them that much. And it's mainly because the THC is, is sitting in your, your, um, I mean, it stays in your system. So it just, you do build up that tolerance, but because we're able to make these cannabinoids so soluble and because there's not an overabundance of them in each dose, you never build up that um, quote unquote uh, reservoir in your system that makes you have that tolerance. Not a great way of explaining it. I, I'm sure you'll get some comments on that one, but roughly that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is it only, so it's it's not that it's THC versus any of the cannabinoids, it's that it's sitting in your fatty cells or anything else 
um, as opposed yeah. to it's just running through you. And it's because it's not. Is being, it only the THC specifically that kind of annoyed? No, I would say it's. I would uh, pretty much say it's all of them. They're all fat soluble. They all pretty much act the same. But you know, if you have an overabundance of CBG in your system, are you going to know? Not really, because there's no psychoactive effect. Whereas with the THC, you know, because you're altered. Yeah, I mean, also, you know, I haven't noticed you. Uh, you know, like I said, I have somebody here science person who knows and does a lot of research so it's just i'm gonna use you a little bit here uh use, use i'll have you on here talk to me a little about delta eight you know this uh this is one of the new fads right i mean uh, people are yeah. really into it you know talk to me a little bit about delta eight and uh something you guys is on your radar not on your radar once again uh you know uh testing yeah. positive all that kind of stuff uh talk to me about that yeah i i I haven't looked at it from a, a, a drug test point of view. I, I don't know um, if that'll show up the, the same way that, you know, the metabolite of THC or Delta nine THC does. Um, we've taken the approach that that is technically THC and we're, we're not going to touch it. Um, we want people to trust us. We want people to take our products um, for a dedicated reason, not, to be altered. There's plenty of vice out there. People can find that all day long. We're, we're trying to help people get through the day and, and get stuff done and just feel good. So Delta, it does alter you. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's about a, what is it? About a quarter of what Delta nine does. Um, but yeah, you'll, you notice it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, definitely people are like, uh, it's the same thing or it's different, but you just don't get the the kind of the it's a different kind of high. You're not paranoid. It's a little bit less psychoactive, a little more body. I'm not quite sure, you know, but uh, this, I, I, yeah. there, I wouldn't say those comments are wrong. What I'll say is, you know, the the THC paranoia is just because there's so much there. Uh -huh. If you took, you know, if you knew that. It, Delta eight only worked at 25% of what Delta nine does. If you took the same amount of Delta eight, you still experience the same amount of paranoia. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's good. I mean, you know, it's funny, right? So Delta eight's not on the radar, right? But you know, last time we, we spoke, right. You had the, the, what you call the social pack had the, the fade fighter, mm -hmm. the, uh, the um, party prep, party prep and the hangover helper. Right. And then since yep. then you have the, uh, the chill out, the power down, the uh the the bounce back bounce back and the yep. uh go getter yep that's it oh, wow look at that now so i mean have you like covered everything like what's what's coming up next on the crappies uh <laughs> you know what's coming down on the docket now yeah so i mean we wanted to make sure that we balanced both the, the social side of things i mean that was pre-covid when we were talking about this um that we felt that was the right niche was to have more social style products but now with people not being able to go out and do anything, you know, social products aren't necessarily all that they're cracked up to be. So we, we kind of shifted gears and, and made the active or activity line of, of products, um, you know, being able to recover, get stuff, you know, go physically get stuff done and, and then relax and chill, but always sleep as well. So a couple of things we got coming down the pipe is a, a pet line um that awesome um, yeah and, and we've we've tuned that like we've tuned the crappy tubal so it's, tubal tablets where you got <laughs> so no we've actually changed them to be or we've actually made them to be swallowable tablets but 
because they're swallowed and you know i don't know if you ever you know i really watch my dog when she takes these tablets um you know she may bite them once um but she swallows them right away so to me if we were doing the chewable tablets that don't dissolve very well if you just swallow them we weren't doing a great service for the pets because that tablet wasn't dissolving very fast. So they weren't getting the relief as fast as I wanted them to. So we changed it back up to a swallowable format that as soon as it gets into the stomach, it basically expands and dissolves very quickly. Um, but we have both a mobility product that's more CBG and CBN based, and then a calming product that's more CBD, CBG based so that consumers can, can choose which direction they wanna go. We also know that on the calming side, it's not a two a day style product. Like you're maybe giving it once a day or in certain um, certain settings like a car ride or when they're going out on a walk or a hike or something. Um, so we were able to bring that price point down because there's not as many tablets or, or doses in there. So again, we're trying to keep this affordable because we know pet owners will do anything they can for their pets, their yeah. cats or their dogs. And, you know, we, we want to make sure that they, they benefit from these products. No, that's amazing too, because, um, you know, once again, right. And it's a lot different, right. Because I know for you, you're the Guinea pig, right. You sit at home and you're going to like, Oh shit, this knocked me out for two days. Right. And once again, you know, we talk about with the pet products, you know, it's just like the human products, right. Are you a big dog or a small dog? You know? So mm-hmm. it's just like the amount of, uh, you know, milligrams that are in there and everything like that, but not necessarily so much like what you guys have done on the human side where it's actually meant to do something for, you know, certain things that, that you want to achieve, right? So the mobility, right? The, uh, you know, the, the calmness, um, you know, pain. And I know it's kind of like, um, you know, with, uh, with what we've seen with our pets, right? I mean, it, it works really well for one thing that you're looking for, but then there's something else. You know, it's yeah. like, uh, you know, the, the dog now isn't in pain um, and it's moving around a little bit, but it's also sleeping a lot more. And it's also, you've seen that. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And that's high dose CBD will, will knock them out. Yeah. Will tranquilize them. And then they don't, then they don't like, you know, cause they want to be able to move around and everything. So they, you know, they're, yeah. they're not in pain, but then they're, you know, it's uh, you see the, the behavioral change, yeah. you know, as well. So. So on the mobility side, because it's CBG and CBN, um, those are, we, we basically size them for 60 pounds and below and 60 pounds and above. So we can fine tune that a little bit. Um, we didn't want to have five different versions because we really didn't see that big of an effect, but between those two sizes, we did, but on the calming side, it's just one size fits all. And then like on our, you know, on our R and D side for the pets, um, we're working on, um, getting funds to start a, um, a PK safety and, and clinical trial for one of our formulas that um, incorporate CBDV for pets with epilepsy or, or seizures. Um, with some of our customers that have been willing to try this, um, it's been working very well for them, uh, better than CBD, better than the pharmaceuticals that are out there. And uh, we just are working to get the, the data to back that up. I love it, man. Chris, I mean, I love it yeah. you know, because we talk to a lot of people and I'm so grateful, you know, I'm so great. We have a lot of great people who are doing a lot of great things in the industry and everybody, that's what we like to do, right? We get people from different places who can really dive deep into what's going on and they have that thing. But what you guys are doing is just so different. And I think crappies feel better, you know, is much more than just like a brand. You know, I think really at the end of the day, like we're saying five, 10 years from now, everybody's kind of going to be copying 
what you guys are doing. I think it's much more than a brand. I think it's like a movement or, you know, it's going to be you guys just like doing everybody's products for them. You know what I mean? And every doing yeah, basic formulations <laughs> opposed to what you guys are doing, you know? So it's yeah. uh, super excited, man. Super excited to see you guys grow. And then well, wanted to make one more comment on the, the what we've got down the pipe. Cause I think it's pretty cool. Um, now I'll preface it with two guys talking about this product. That's basically a women's health line. Um, but it's, we've designed it to be a, a Where's Ashley? replacement. <laughs> exactly. If um, anybody listening, Ashley is uh, also the co-founder. We, this is a re-record. So last time we had to, we, it was Chris and Ashley on, um, you know, so uh, uh, different voice and a different uh, approach and everything. So, but go on. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, we've designed this and I was basically, she was the guinea pig for, for these products, um, you know, not speaking for her, but you know, when, at that time of the month, you know, she gets knocked out for a day or two. Um, and she was like, Hey, you know, let's, you know, can you make me something that helps me get through this a little bit better? And so we went through about eight months of testing and we found this formula of CBDV, CBG, CBN with different terpene blends, one for a daytime focus, get stuff done, kind of a, an effect and another just day or evening, just, you know, turn it all off you know, F you world. Um, I just want to feel good. Yeah. And it's been working really well. And so we'll combine that with a new muscle rub that's designed to take away the spasms and the pain in the pelvic area and uh, sell it as a kit. So we can keep pricing down, you know, it's a kit, it's just a couple tablets, a little bit of the cream. And so it's not super expensive um, because you don't need it all month. Um, cause we don't want to add more of a tax, uh, to, to women's lives. So we're, you know, cognizant of that. No, that's great. And you know, that's, that's the thing, right? Uh, the great products come, come based off a of need, you know, and, and what people want in general, you know, and it's like, yeah, I made this for me because this is what I needed. So other people need this too, you know, and, uh, you know, it's yep. funny, right. Saying, you know, well, how much more can you really create? But honestly, there's a lot of products out there, right. There's a lot of, uh, hemp products, you know, CBD products, there's a lot of regular products that people are using to, uh, you know, to, to get through the day and all that kind of stuff that are out there that, uh, that in a lot of pharmaceuticals as well, that I think uh, you guys have the, uh, the ability to uh, tackle all these different things one by one, little by little. So uh, I know you guys have a lot down, uh, coming down as well. So super excited to see you guys have coming up in 2021 and, and way beyond that, yeah. you know, we're going to have to be doing this one in 2031. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that that's going to be, the, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll track it as we go along. That's for sure. You know, I know I, I talk about shuffling and, and, and yeah. you know, kind of keep things, keep things going and all that kind of stuff. You know, there was a day, you know, we're talking today, it's uh, February 3rd, you know, today, uh, Jeff Bezos, say what you will about him and everybody has their own opinion and that, and probably some of them are valid, you know, and some of them aren't, but he's going to be stepping down as CEO. But there was a day when uh, he was also just trying to keep things going you know, yep. is a little office, you know, so uh, sometimes we don't, like we say, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. It's just a matter of just holding on and keeping it going as much as possible and putting one step in foot of the other and, uh, and making, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you, uh, you jump off, uh, jump out of the plane and build a parachute on the way down sometimes, you know, but uh, as we know, that's, that's being a business owner. In a nutshell. Yeah, for sure. So okay. awesome, Chris. So, you know, I asked you this last time, uh, maybe it's stayed the same. Maybe it's changed in the last uh, five months or whatever. You know, I ask everybody on the on the episode. You know, how does how do you define success, whether professionally, personally, spiritually? What does success look like for you? 
yeah, I'd say success means that you've got time for your friends and family. Um, I'd say we're, we're doing well right now, but we're not super awesome successful. Um, you know, I, I haven't been back home to, to see my friends or family you know, since 2019. Um, don't get to do a lot of dog walks with my dog because I'm constantly in here. Um, yeah, so I, I think I maybe went fishing twice last year. Didn't really go on any hikes. So it's the success will come with, with the hard work. So it's I'm looking tough, forward to right? that payoff. <laughs> it's one of the toughest things, right? You know, especially when driven, dedicated and trying to just keep things going where you can't just like, you know, uh, and, and, and it's always like, you know, when, when bigger, you know, we have more resources, everything like that, but then that brings a whole nother bunch of problems, right? You know, then your time is even more, is even more uh, spread then, you know, and you're people demanding you more and more just to keep things going, you know? So it's, uh, it's definitely, um, you know, they say, right. It's like, uh, Oh, I cherish this time. I know it's going to get, it's going to, nothing's going to get harder or worse. It's just going to get different. And, you know, I think I'm pretty good at, at this side of things. Um, yeah, when we have 30 people trying to manage everybody's personalities and egos and, and everything else and time and, you know, deliverables that we got to, that we have, yeah. that's going to be a whole different challenge. For sure. For sure. Well, I appreciate that. Well, I'm wishing you so much more success that you should have time for yourself, for your family, <laughs> for your dog, you know, for golfing, for fishing, for everything that you want to do. <laughs> you know so thank you uh, and uh, definitely excited to see the journey coming uh, coming along as well so as we close you know obviously how can listeners find out more about crappies feel better connect with you buy your products and and everything else yeah uh, our website is crappiesfeelbetter.com uh spelled exactly as it is c-r-a-p-p-y-s uh instagram we've got a great following great bit of information on there um I would say check out the blogs too if you're interested in you know our flavors, our our technology, um, why we built things the way that we did. Um, hopefully this year you'll see more videos and just more quick informational stuff coming out from us. Yeah, I love it. You know, it's so funny. We're talking so much about the science stuff. We didn't even talk so much about the brand, crappy is feel better brand, the cool, you know, the look, everything that goes along with it, the story of crappies, everything. You know, uh, it's uh, it's a whole thing, man, Chris. Dude, you're awesome. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the time. No, thank you. Thanks for jumping on. And thanks everybody else for listening. As always, you can find everything, uh, you know, those links there um, in the description, wherever you're listening to this. And uh, thank you, Chris. I appreciate you. And thanks everybody for listening. So good luck to you and the rest of the year and beyond. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to Dank Discussions. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. Please make sure you subscribe and leave a review. We want to continue making dank content you want to hear, so give us some feedback about the topics you want covered. Feel free to reach out to us at grow at calican.com. That's G-R-O-W at C-A-L-A-C-A-N-N dot com. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter for our latest updates.